We All go. right. God save the queen, man. <laughs> God save the queen, man. Hey, you know what? I got something to tell you about him. And it's going to contribute to the God Save the Queen Man thing. Hey, it is a 507 KTSA. We got rain in the area. I told Sean yesterday when we started wearing Rima. I said, I know that the storm is coming. <coughs> because my football thumb was messing up. Sure enough, we got it. It's not going to last. We got rain in the area right now. We had some storms overnight. Anyway, it's still going to be another hot day, sunny and hot 99. We're going to give away tickets to the Gunslingers today. Yay, yay, yay. All morning right here up until 7 o'clock between 5 and 7. Going to give away tickets to the San Antonio Gunslingers and the first 500 to go to the game and to get lightsabers. All right, let me uh, catch up on what's going on with the missing sub. As we know it right now, chances are that they're out of air now. The official time is one hour from now. That's officially when they're supposed to run out. Chances are the thing doesn't exist anymore. According to the experts, this is, this is not me talking. This is me reading a bunch and telling you what I've been reading about it. Chances are uh, they uh, may have been lost right Sunday, you know, right away. So you're saying, wait a minute, we heard all this stuff about knocking and everything. Yeah, that was made pretty clear yesterday. That banging noise more than likely is the Titanic itself. It's falling apart. Been down there for over 100 years, and so it's falling apart. And as it's falling apart, the sides of it and the pieces and parts of it, bang, 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 hitting the hitting the uh, ocean floor. And that's what the uh, subsonic uh, stuff is picking up, is what we're now starting to kind of figure out by all of this. I don't know. Um, miracles are always possible. I'm, I'm a miracle-believing guy, and we have a miracle-working God, but – it, it does not look good tall. The wife of the CEO, I did not know this, is a direct descendant of the couple who died on the Titanic. Pretty interesting story. Guy who helped found Macy's, a very rich guy. They're in the movie, the Titanic. They're the older couple who curled up with each other on the bed, kissed each other, and went to sleep while the thing sunk. That's who is uh, the, the, the uh, I guess, the direct... Um, the, the, she, the, the, the wife of the CEO, is a direct uh, descendant of that couple. Didn't know that. The CEO was a Republic, Republican donor. So if you read trash on the Internet, like the New Republic, which is trash, and the comments from Democrats on the Internet, they think they think because this guy gave to Republicans that he deserves this. Now, he's down there. Now, this is how soulless, how heartless, how evil Democrats are. Because this guy was a, was a donor to Republicans, apparently, that he deserves to be down there with the Titanic. You people are sick. You really, you Democrats, and I, listen, I'm putting all of you Democrats in the same. You know why? Because I have yet to find a Democrat, just one, who will break with the party line with all the others. You all stay together on everything. That display on the House floor last night around Adam Schiff was a bunch of crap. It really was. So anyway, that's basically what we know right now. We also know that the CEO of the company, whether he was a donor to Republicans or not, he did not want 50-year-old white guys on his team, he said. He wanted young people on his team. And apparently, according to what I read now, uh, there were guys who had spent a lot of time in the Navy on subs and whatever that were trying to advise him and telling them that, hey, you don't use this, don't use that, use this, use that, blah, blah, blah. And he said, look, I don't want a bunch of 50-year-old white guys on my team. I want people who are 18 to 25 working on my team. Well, I, I, I'm just going to say this, and it's going to sound like an old fart comment, but 18 to 25-year-olds don't know their butt from a hole in the ground, all right? They don't especially when it comes to something like that. I don't mean to offend 18- to 25-year-olds. I'm just being truthful, right? I'm just telling you. There's a lot of wisdom in age. There's some dumb old people, too. <laughs> you know, and there's some smart young people. I'm talking the generalization and the rule here that age and experience is a wonderful thing, a wonderful thing, especially when you talk about something like that. And age and experience also is... You know, there's a lot of caution in age and experience. That's why old people drive slow. You know why? Because they've seen what fast drivers do. 
They see how fast drivers end up as a as an organ donor on the ten o'clock news. So older people drive a little bit slower because the the longer you live, the more you see and the more crap you see and the more junk you see happen to people, and you become a little more cautious in your life. That's why when you're young and you're full of piss and vinegar, that the insurance companies charge you twenty two times what they charge an older guy. Well, what happened yesterday on the Durham thing was just, this whole thing is just a total loss. Um, and, and you have to ask yourself, you know, what's the point of any of this? Um, Durham did the report. Durham said there was absolutely no Russian collusion. Durham showed how the FBI, James Comey, and the others absolutely 100% lied to the FISA courts, lied to America. Yesterday, the hearing in front of the Congress, they continued to lie, Democrats did, by saying, oh, we know that there was Russian collusion. Now, this man who has integrity, and the Democrats said he has integrity, but he lost it all because he he hooked up with Bill Barr on this. Um, the Democrats are all, oh, no, we know that he was sleeping with Vlad Putin which is not true. Um, it was an entirely, I mean, I don't have to rehash and retread the road, but, you know, uh, it was entirely made up by Hillary Clinton's team and the Democrat Party to attack Donald Trump. And Hillary Clinton's team, the Democrat Party, the FBI, and others paid for it all. And that was revealed in the Durham report. Well, the Democrats refused to accept the Durham report, and yesterday was just a farce. It, it really was. The guy, do you remember Hank Johnson, the guy who said that Guam's going to flip over? Remember him? He wanted to know if he was indicting Hunter Biden in his in his investigation. And Durham said Hunter had nothing to do with any of this. Hunter was not a target of the investigation or whatever. <laughs> it's how dumb the Democrats are. But here's my point. We know that the Democrats came up with this. We know they made the whole thing up. We know they funded the whole thing. We know they lied in front of the FISA courts. We know they lied to America. And absolutely nothing, not one thing is being done. And the FBI people, meaning Comey and others, repeatedly lied to the courts. Repeatedly. And they concealed from the agents doing the investigations that the intelligence had uncovered the Clinton campaign had paid for it all. They even lied to the FBI agents on Crossfire Hurricane. The FBI agents, when Durham told them what was going on during his investigation, the FBI agents became emotional and had to leave the room because their leadership had been lying to them. But just like the Hunter deal... Nothing is happening to the swamp creatures who lied under oath and lied to America. The case is closed. Time to move on. On the Hunter deal, we know that Hunter is a foreign agent, an unregistered foreign agent, who received millions to funnel to his father, by the way, to influence policy. We know that he influenced policy because Joe went to Ukraine and got the investigation cut off. Once again, nothing is happening and nothing is going to happen to any of his people. The media is completely silent. As we've said before, there are awards to be won, Pulitzer Prizes to be won for anybody in the media who investigates this stuff and blows it wide open a la Woodward and Bernstein. They will go down in history. They will be forever famous. But because it entails investigating a corrupt administration and a corrupt Democrat party, they will not do it. And oh, just so you'll know, the attorney or the, the judge that is going to oversee the Hunter Biden settlement Judge Mary Ellen Norica is a consistent donor to Hillary Clinton, John McCain, Mitt Romney, and other rhinos and Democrats. 
So she's going to rubber stamp this deal and send it on down the road, and nothing's going to happen to Hunter. And I found out yesterday that this deal, there are alleged 469 crimes that Hunter allegedly committed. All of those. The felonies, the operating as an un a registered agent, the bribery, all of those now go away. In this deal, in this deal, this cuts off any further investigation into Hunter Biden. It all is eliminated. How does that make you feel? We'll take a quick break. Come right back. I'll talk about one of uh, uh, your mama, one of your mama. That's coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Your attic in the summer. You don't have to love me and let's get Exactly what I is, baby. Mm-hmm. It says so right here on a tattoo. I'm a magic man. 522 KTSA. Tell you what, let's just start things off right. 210-599-5555. Caller number Cinco. That's a Texas. That's Tex-Mex. Cinco. <laughs> You're going to get tickets to the Gunslinger Saturday night. It's the rematch of the Warbirds from West Texas. They're coming back. Now, they were here last Saturday night. Man, is this a good time. And the first 500 in the door are going to get a lightsaber because it's Star Wars night. So call right now. Call the number Sanko. Is that the number four? No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, my God. How long have you lived here, Don Cooper? How long have you lived in San Antonio? Right? Like all of your life. You're 45 years old. You've been here the whole time. 210-599-5555. Call number five. You get a family four-pack to the Gunslingers game on Saturday night over at the Freeman Coliseum. Somebody asked me the other day, do they have air conditioning in there? Well, okay, the team is owned by the biggest air conditioning company around. So, yes, they have air conditioning company, uh, air conditioning in there. Absolutely. I was thinking of the number four at my favorite Mexican restaurant. That's what I was thinking Well, about. that's El Chaparral. I know where you go. And uh, you're right, the number four is pretty good, but number five here is going to get you tickets to go see uh, the San Antonio Gunslingers and get a lightsaber because it's Star Wars night. And I'll have those to give away all morning, by the way. So uh, it'll be fun. And Elaine, just whenever you get a name, just turn your mic on and give us a name. Hey, so the NBA draft is tonight, right? So, um, And I, I'm not following any of this. I, I'm not, I really don't care, but blah, blah, blah. But I heard you do it in your newscast. Right. So that's Steven tonight. Thompson. Who? Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson. All right, Stephen, way to go, man. You're going to see the gunslingers. No, he's not in the draft. He's Well, but Stephen, we could put you in the draft. Yeah, he likes to be, sure. Uh, you're going to see the gunslingers on Saturday night. So the rest of you, thank for calling, and we'll give some more away in the next half hour, so keep listening. So the big move tonight is going to be about, what's this guy, when did your mama? Yeah, that's exactly what his name is. When did your mama? When did your mama? He's coming to San Antonio. Is that the deal? That's the deal. That's and he's seven foot five, which means this is a seven foot tall door. You wouldn't be able to go to visit you in the studio. He would not. He'd have to get on his knees and crawl in here. So if you have a, an apartment for rent, with yes. very high ceilings. Good idea. You know, let the let the Spurs know. Think about that for a minute. If you've got some people have nine foot ceilings in their house. If you've got nine foot ceilings in your house, all he'd have to do is reach up. Yeah. He doesn't have to jump, stand on his tippies. He could touch a nine-foot ceiling in a house. You know, and I've been doing some painting in the interior of my house for the last few days. Oh, well, and, see. Yeah, I could have this guy come over and do That's the ceilings. It. You don't. You know, I don't need a stupid step ladder if I got this guy. Don't need a step ladder or one of those long roller things on oh, the stick? Oh, what a pain. No, you don't need that. See, I got paint all over me from doing that. You just so. called up when did your mama, and he'll yeah. come over and do come it. Come on over and knock it up. Yeah. You know, buy him lunch. That's right. I'm sure, you know, at seven foot five, he could put away the groceries. But You know I mean, that's real. But it's worth it. Yeah. And not only can he put away the groceries, but I understand he can play pretty good basketball. Yeah. Like People are pretty fired up about this. When did your mama? It's, yeah. How do you get that on the back of a jersey, by the way? It's going to have to be above the, the, the number and below the number. Well, he's like, a, he's, when did your mama, then yeah. below the number, right? He's a pretty big guy, so it's a pretty big shirt. <laughs> it's a long, you know, <laughs> you know, 
His jersey's probably as tall as I. I'm. I'm a little over six foot. He's yeah. probably that jersey's probably as long as to, I am tall. You could you could use it as a shower curtain at your house. <laughs> quite short. He's that large. <laughs> Maybe I will. Yeah. A bathrobe when I get out of the pool because you know I need to cover up. Speaking of, I got a picture. Yeah. Um, of me getting out of the pool. You getting out of the oh, pool. Oh, good lord! No, no I have. Uh, me with David Robinson, who's seven one, two, seven two, something mm-hmm. like that. Yes, sir. And I had well, just... he's shrinking because he's an old man now. So. Yeah, what well, happens to the best? Of right. Us. But I, it was when I first started working here ten years ago, uh-huh. and uh, I ran into him. I don't even remember where I was, but he stood up, and I always, <laughs> you know, I'm six feet tall, uh-huh. you know, and so he stood up and he just kept getting up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a picture, and I come up to right, right below, you know, about his belly button right there. So, yeah. Yes, just below his chest. Yeah, just a giant man. So. Well, I remember I was at the airport when he first came here, the very first time he flew in to Nyack. And he was, in fact, in his Navy uniform. Yeah. And his mama got off the airplane first. They were in a private jet. I think it was Red Jet. And he got off, his mama got off. And then his dad got off. And everybody thought his dad was him because, you know, he had to scooch down just a little bit to get through the door of the airplane to come down the steps i said no that's no that's mr robinson yeah there was a song about him and uh the next one to come out was david and he went way down to get through the door (laughs) every every door is like a game of limbo with this it really is yeah so when did your mama is even taller than that he's got three or four inches on david yep it's a giant kid well and they say he's really great and he's really going to turn the Spurs around and do really well, and I hope so. That means we get rid of Pop faster. So. <laughs> well, no, he just signed a co- He just extended his. Contract. Yes, for three more years, fourteen million a year. Well, you know? I, do you ever do you ever think that if perhaps they didn't get the number one pick in the draft, that Pop would have been like, "Screw this, I'm out of here." I well, yeah. maybe. Maybe I don't know. I, I thought I, about that after the whole. The, you know, when all this happened, I thought, well. Yeah, I, I can't around. figure him out. I used to be a fan. I used to like him, and I used to brag about him, and. I used to think he was just wonderful, and then he took his eye off the ball, literally, and decided to do politics, and he ruined the whole thing for me. So, anyway, okay, so the draft is tonight. When did your mama is going to be a San Antonio Spurs soon? That's the plan. That is the plan. You know, wouldn't be – Far be it from the Spurs, they could screw this up. <laughs> yeah, because they really Pick somebody could. else. You know, you know, they really are that way sometimes. <laughs> they can really – my dad used to say you could mess up a wet you-know-what. So, yeah. yep, I got you. I hear you. All right, um, coming back, um, I got some reports on education in America, and it's not good. And Riley Gaines did a great job in front of Congress yesterday. More on that, and in the next half hour, going to give away some more Gunslingers tickets. So keep listening. Trey Ware, KTSA. Here at the Almond Joy. It's just me right back in the natural neon light. Yeah, I'm learning, I'm looking, winding up in a dance show. Looks like I'm about to go from an all-time low to a high. Yeah! do that all morning that's fine good i'll take it 536 now 550 ktsa fm 1071 Trayware page ktsa.com gunslinger tickets coming up this half hour you can always tell when cooper's here yeah because that stuff see yeah, it finds its way right, in here right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking earlier because the old k-buck days he and i both worked at k-buck long time ago and that's one of those iconic radio stations in san antonio country station that's a song right. we would have played on k-buck and uh and uh, now it's a super tajano it's down around matamoros mexico yeah. k-buck country station now super tajano at matamoros i don't know how things that like that happen i don't know what they're going to do with this station once you know once it's not KTSA anymore, you know, it'll probably be in Beeville or something. I don't know. Well, you were in Beeville. <laughs> we are in Beeville. We are a local station in Beeville. So, anyway, you all right? Yeah, doing okay. I'm over here spacing out because yeah, I'm ready you, to go. I looked over and you <laughs> gone. I, this boy's tired. I have, I have given and given and given, so I'm, I'm a little tired. But that's okay. We're going to be fine. Yeah. I think we're going to shake you. <laughs> well, or throw something on me, could right. pull water or something. She's getting ready to have Elaine go in there and poke you with that giant stick that she carries. She does that all the time anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. You like, don't have to have her do that. Like one of those school teachers from the early 1900s. Go in That's there right. She does that stick, for right? sure. Well, Joe Biden is on a fundraising swing in California. Of course. And that's where, you know, he can make all the money in the world because they all love him in California. 
because he wants to make the rest of the country California. Okay, so here's the deal. He's now doing the whole F-16 thing again. He was at the uh, home of investment banker Mark Robinson and his wife Stephanie, and he said, Stephanie and Mark, thanks for well." and this is a quote, by the way, thanks for welcoming me into your home. And Gov, I tell you what, we, I tell you, I tell you what, we, uh, we, what I, uh, it's amazing the job you do. No, 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 Gov, I really mean it. And, um, um, I, I can't thank you enough for your friendship. I just, um, I, I gotta tell you what, I can't thank you enough. One is the whole idea of with gun violence, the idea that more children die as a consequence of a gunshot wound of a bullet than any other reason in America is sick. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, uh, really, really, really sick. <clears throat> he went on to say, quote, you know, um, no lie, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I, I taught it for years, six, four, six, six, four, uh, four, six years in law school. And guess what? It doesn't say that you can own any weapon you want. It says there are certain weapons that you just can't own. Even like, like during when like it was passed... You couldn't own a cannon. You can't own a machine gun. No, and they all laughed. I'm serious. I'm serious, really. So what's the 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 idea that it's an absolute, you know, I love these guys who say the Second Amendment is, you know, the tree of liberty. It's watered with the blood of patriots. Well, if you want to do that, you, you want to work against the government, well, you need an F-16. You need something else than just an AR-15 anyway. And, and the generic point, <laughs> the generic point I want to make is, and I'm, and I'm going to end this because I'm boring myself now, <laughs> he said. Freedom is under siege, particularly freedom of choice. Okay. Um, the quote he's referring to about the tree of liberty is from Thomas Jefferson, who said, quote, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Let me read that quote to you again and see what you think. The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. By the way, Thomas Jefferson, the principal author of the Declaration of Independence and America's third president. Now, as far as Joe Biden being a Second Amendment guy, you and I both know that's not true. He's not. As far as him teaching it in law school, I don't know whether he taught it in law school or not. But if he was teaching in law school that the Second Amendment says, and that's the quote from him, there are certain weapons you cannot own. Here is the Second Amendment, and I want you Democrats to call me. You Democrats who support Joe Biden, you just give me a little buzz on the phone. And you tell me where in here which guns it says you cannot own. Ready? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That is the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Tell me where in there it says you cannot own a cannon. It's what he said when it was written that the Second Amendment says, explicitly says, you cannot own a cannon. He also says the Second Amendment explicitly says you cannot own a machine gun. 
Where does it say that? I don't see the word cannon. I don't see the word machine gun. But that's what Joe says it says. Now, I know he's got probably fourth or fifth stage dementia at this point. I know he's pretty much brain dead at this point. But the Democrats in that room who gave him millions of dollars last night are buying that. And, and they're buying it because they're ignoramuses. They don't have any idea what the Second Amendment says. So if Joe Biden says, it says in there you can't have a cannon, you can't have this, guess what? They believe it. But I think the Thomas Jefferson quote is the one that's very interesting, that he keeps going back to the tree of liberty being watered by the blood of patriots and tyrants. Is that, really, is that his end goal here? Is he really trying to spark another revolution in the United States? Because it sounds, it sounds like that to me, that he's throwing stuff out there that he knows, if, if he knows anything at all, is blatantly untrue, patently false. And then he uses a quote from Thomas Jefferson that says, remember what the quote says, the tree of liberty must be watered by the blood of patriots and tyrants from time to time. I think it's very interesting to see what they're attempting to do here in this country. They definitely, definitely, and the Democrat Party, they definitely want people taking to the streets. They want a Revolution 2.0, so they can use F-16s, just like any other communist revolution that's ever happened before. They put it down, and they killed the people, and they took their guns away from them. <clears throat> By the way, there's another thing about Joe that's been going on lately. You know how he's been tripping on stage, how the other day he said, God save the queen, man. How he said that pistol braces increase the calibers of bullets coming out of the gun. How he said he was going to build a railroad across the Pacific. And now talking about Second Amendment restrictions that simply are not in the Second Amendment. I don't know if you've noticed this lately or not, but I have. And I'm going to report it to you. You know how Air Force One has those big stairs that they roll out there so they can climb up there? Every president has done it. Every president. And how many times has he fallen? I think we're up to five that he has fallen. One time he fell three times in one time climbing up those big stairs all the way up there. Remember those? those? Not anymore. They don't use those anymore. They have, in the belly of the airplane, they have stairs that are about six foot long. And now they're lowering those stairs, and those are the ones that he's using to get in and out of Air Force One. They're not using the big stairs up the side anymore. Um, you can look it up if you want to. You can see the videos on Google if you want to of him using the little stairs in the belly of Air Force One instead of the big stairs that they roll over there. Why are they doing that? Well, obviously, he cannot go up and down stairs anymore. He falls. He trips. He's an old man. And that's what old people do sometimes. They trip and they fall. But why is this important? Because, as I said many times before, Putin sees it. Little Kim sees it. Xi sees it. And they know this guy is mentally and physically incapacitated. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Your smile says a lot, so you don't want a smile. Smell a wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share the night It goes on and on and on and on Strangers Greatest rock and roll voice of all time Right there Steve Perry Love to have you say the Pledge of Allegiance. Here's my phone number, and you can just leave it on my uh, my voicemail, 210-654-5155, 210-654-5155, and uh, just leave it there, and then listen for yourself, 550 and 650 weekday mornings here on KTSA. So Nathan McKinley, Corey Rose, and Oscar Malin all got family four-packs. What are you feeling generous this morning, aren't you? Look at you go, girl. She gave away three family four-packs. Wow, Elaine, you're going crazy over there. You're going to give away the house and the farm and everything else. All right, so congratulations, guys. Thanks very much. You're going to love it. 
everybody who goes that we give these tickets to, the next thing I know, they buy season tickets. So Nathan and Corey and Oscar, get ready because you're going to buy season tickets because you're going to fall in love with our San Antonio gunslingers. And by the way, first 500 in, get a lightsaber saber because it's going to be a Star Wars night over at the gunslingers game with the West Texas Warbirds coming back. We beat them barely this, pat- uh, this past Saturday night. KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni are presenting Operation Interdependence now through the 4th of July. We are collecting the needed items for our troops deployed around the world. All of our sponsors are drop-off locations, and if you'd like a list of the items that we're looking for, ktsa.com. But I will tell you this. You can also just give cash at ktsa.com, and we'll take your money and go buy the stuff and send it to the troops. So either way, whatever works best for you, if you want to buy the stuff and drop it off, or if you just want to make a cash donation, either way, thank you very much for helping us get these items to the troops. It's really important to them because they, you know, they feel like we care. You know, they get something really cool stateside when they're deployed, and it's really an awesome thing. It's all brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World Specs, and River City Rock Tops. Well, once again, we get a report card on education in America, and once again, the report card is not good. A downward trajectory began at least a decade before government officials and school districts closed the classrooms due to COVID. So we have seen this consistent decline beginning over a decade ago. When you bring this up, what the people in the schooling business will tell you, well, it was COVID. It was COVID. That it was. COVID certainly did not help. But I tell you, a positive thing that came out of COVID and the kids being home, only one that I can think of, but a positive thing was parents parents were awakened to what was actually going on in the schools and stuff the kids were being taught because they were doing it online. And do you remember when the schools were losing their minds, when the parents would walk into the room and see what the kids were being taught? And the, par- and the school systems across America started to tell parents, uh, d- 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 you can't come in there while your kid's going to school. Well, why not? None of your business what we're teaching them. Well, why not? And so parents actually started to go to school board meetings. They started to push back, stuff like that. But what we have been seeing over and over again, steep drops in achievement, reading habits, gone. The mathematics decline for 13-year-olds, the single largest decline we have ever seen happening right now the past 10 years. And here's the real problem. Fewer and fewer students are engaged in reading for fun. That's bad news. Reading for fun opens up your mind, gives you a lot, lot of stuff to think about. Reading for fun, just, just to read. It improves your vocabulary. It improves your speech, believe it, believe it or not. And, of course, it expands your mind. But kids today, because they're scrolling... They're not reading anymore just for fun. That's real bad news. And it's being shown in the reading and mathematics scores now. And again, and I hate to beat a dead horse, man, but I'm going to when are Texans in particular, but when is America going to wake up and go to school choice, real school choice? What's going to solve the education problem in America is not more money being thrown at public schools. Forget about that. It's school choice. It's competition. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. The puppeteer, Donald Trump, <laughs> is shining a light on the strings. You look miserable. Adam Schiff is one of the greatest members of the... The gentleman's time has expired. I, I have a the gentleman's ten time has expired. The gentlelady's time has expired. He said his is expired. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. They're waiting for you down at the bar. It's uh, 608 now at KTSA. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware here. 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware page KTSA.com. 210-599-5555. 
five seconds away now from the time when the air in the mini sub is supposed to expire according to the experts it was supposed to expire at 608 our time and mark it's 608 right now exactly uh, we don't know. Obviously, there's a lot about this we don't know. Uh, I made some some talking points, but Elaine, uh, turn your mic on if you would, please, real quick. And uh, there was a guy just now that was on Fox News, and he I, I didn't hear everything that he said. One of the things I heard him say is that they could be anywhere in the North Atlantic by now because of the strong currents that are down there. They're looking at an area that's the size of Connecticut, but he, they could He's, be like you know New England. But um, wow, what he was saying is that it looked pretty flimsy to him, mm-hmm. the machinery. And uh, I think that a couple of years ago, um, one was um, affected by swordfish. Mm. and Swordfish? And he, th- yeah. Um, mm. And he said, you couldn't pay me enough to go in there, tin can, yeah. and go underground or in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was an expert. Yeah, and apparently he's done this before, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, out of air is the deal. Um, officially, uh, we don't know. Obviously, we, there's a lot. Th- there's more that we don't know than what we do know about this. Would you put it that way, Don? Don? Either of you, Don's? Um, yeah. And, you know, and that's what Lane brought up is one of the things we've been hearing since all this happened is, you know, this submersible is far from <laughs> ideal. You know, it's not something that they spent billions of dollars constructing, and wow. it's you know made of pieces of this and parts from that. Wow! And, you know, so, um, I was reading some of the guys that were trying to advise them when they were building this thing, and some of them were like Navy veterans who had been yeah. in the submarine business literally their entire careers. Right. And the CEO apparently said, "Look, here's the deal. I don't want 50 year old white men working on this. I want some young kids. That's why I've got the game controller concept here." And that was one of the problems that they had with it because yeah, game controllers, controllers fail, being used. right? You know, that's what they're basically what they're using to control this thing. And it, I mean, it's literally one you could buy at Walmart. It's not like some re, you know when you think a, a mini sub going down to the Titanic and it's being operated by a game controller, you would think a Formula One steering wheel. Right. Which, if you ever seen those things, they got all the d- buttons and the knobs and the dials on them. They are computers that cost about ten million dollars each. A steering wheel, right? Um, these things here, it's a regular old game controller that you could buy anywhere off the Internet. Go to Amazon. Right. Basic PlayStation controller. Yes. Yes. That was controlling this thing. Yeah. There was also complaints that um, some of the materials they were using, like the ballast, was nothing more than the flimsy materials they use when they build these scaffoldings outside of buildings for guys to crawl on and paint outside of buildings, that real thin tubing. That's what they were using as the ballast on this thing. So the more I'm reading about this, the more I'm thinking, man. Remember a couple of days ago when we talked about it, and I, you know, I have taken my own fair share of risks in life, flying, driving race cars, riding motorcycles every day. But I take, I try to make them, I try to mitigate the risk and make it smart. You know, I try to look at stuff. And in fact, every race car I ever drove was the, had the finest safety equipment that you could put in one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you don't mess around with with safety when you're you, you, you try to mitigate the risk the best you can. You, you, life is full of risks, so you take risks, but you still try to be as safe as you can. And yeah. I don't know if this guy was doing that or not. They've got a couple of theories, though. I was reading this last night where they're thinking that it's possible that it imploded, right? And uh, or and or it could have. Uh, Top, it could have resurfaced above the ocean, basically. But the problem is they cannot get out of this unit because uh, of it's dead bolted. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Did you hear that, too? That's incredible. I did hear that. The yeah. hatch that they got in, it's secured by a guy on the outside with 17 bolts. So the only way out is you have to have a guy on the outside take those 17 bolts off. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're in there. Yeah. And... Um, I didn't hear the part about it resurfacing, Don, but I did hear that there's a chance that the currents may have taken it and can be anywhere in the Atlantic at this point. They don't have any idea where it might be. This is one of those deals that's starting, at least now, starting to sound eerily like the 370 flight. That They're just gone, and you're never going to find them. Um, I don't know that, but, I mean, it's starting to sound eerily similar. Yesterday morning, we were talking a lot about the banging noises that the sonar was picking up. Well, now they, they're starting to say those banging noises sound an awful lot like the Titanic falling apart. Mm-hmm. That every minute, 
there's another piece that falls off the Titanic and falls to the ocean floor. Yeah, right, and that's been going on for decades. Uh, hundred years, yeah. whatever, you know, it's it's been there for a hundred and some odd years, right? So it was uh, 1914 when it went down. Twelve. 1912. Sorry, yeah, that's right. That's right. 1912. Um, another little interesting. Uh, it, I just found some interesting tidbits. I was kind of messing around with uh, last night. The wife of the CEO is a direct descendant of a couple who died on the Titanic. Yeah, I heard that as well. Isn't that crazy? I heard that yesterday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. That um, those two elderly people in the movie mm-hmm. that curled up in the bed and kissed each other and went to sleep while the thing was going down, that right. th- that's them. And they, uh, I think one of them was, he was the uh, one of the uh, original f- founders of Macy's. And uh, when it started to break apart, they just decided, you know what, we're not going to try to fight for a lifeboat. They they were an elderly couple, so they could have ended up on a lifeboat. Mm-hmm. They most certainly could have. Yeah. But uh, they decided to just go to bed and go down with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so her, the, the guy the, who who is the CEO who is down there, or wherever they are, his wife is a direct descendant of them. Uh, you know, just the, politics has to get into everything. Well, of course. You know, we politics just can't stay out of anything. Yeah. The CEO was a Republican donor for decades, apparently. And the New Republic wrote a piece, and then everybody started to comment on on the Internet because, you know, all this great stuff happens on the Internet all the time about how now, you know, they deserve it. They deserve what they got because they gave so much money to Republicans and stuff. People are just awful. They really are. No place for that. Yeah, and it's going on right now. You can read about it on the Internet if you want to. So that's basically all we know at this point. They haven't been found. I saw something a minute ago where there was a sub that was down there kind of searching around and hasn't come up with anything, Right. which would, you know, that would lead to the theory that maybe they got caught up in these very strong, strong currents that are down there and they're taken away. You know, it could be anywhere at this point in the Atlantic. I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm of the mindset. When it comes to something like that, the Titanic, you get the wreckage at the bottom of the ocean, it's basically a grave site. And just leave it alone. You know, we've seen the pictures. We know it's there. Yeah. Just let it be. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's unnecessary at this point. Yeah. You're uh, not going to find anything new. No. You know, it's not like exploring the surface of Mars or something like that. You know, it's just there. Right. And, and, you know, people, uh, how many thousands of people died on that thing? Uh, many. Just, uh, just let it be. Yeah, I no, I, I agree with that. And I, I certainly have always agreed with never trying to surface this thing because it's, there's no way you, yeah, you could have done it and had it stay in one piece. That's, that's the graveyard of the people that went down with it. Mm-hmm. But there are people who are explorers, you know, and for whatever reason – they wanted to go down there and see it, you know. We've sent the robots down there. That's how we have the pictures yep. that we have now right. of it. So, you know, I, I have a hard time telling people not to be explorers because without the great explorers of all time, we wouldn't be sitting where we are right now. Yep. You know, people would have stayed on the East Coast or people wouldn't even have made it to this country at all mm-hmm. without great explorers. We certainly wouldn't have been to the moon and the other things that we have done without great exploration as well. So um, I have a hard time to tell telling people not to do that. But when you do it, obviously there's a certain amount of risk there always is but you really gotta like mitigate that risk like Mm -hmm. i always say so anyway tough tough stuff and we'll continue to update you as we know more about it by the way a couple of breaking news things that are happening right now locally 35 southbound up north of where like where bucky's is and all that and debbie's been talking about it it is shut down for a long like three or four miles right they had a big crash up there and they're working an investigation so if you're coming in from say new Braunfels or austin into san antonio expect serious delays on 35 southbound up there yeah. they're, they're in the clearing stages of that oh, good. so hopefully in the next uh, half hour or so things will will open back okay up, so. good to hear and also, there's an apartment fire, apparently, over at Patricia Avenue and West yeah, Avenue. Icon Apartments. Man. Fire there this morning. Intense. Yeah. They had to rescue people from the balconies and what have you. Really? Yeah. And that's been going on all morning over there, too. That's kind of apartment row. I used to live over there. Yeah. I live right next door to Churchill High School, and that's in the same vicinity. So right. if you see all that activity, Patricia and, um, and West Avenue, that's what's going on. Back in a minute with your AccuWeather coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Danny Bose here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. His mother goes scrub the floors for me. And you best believe she hardly gets a pity living just enough, just enough for the city. Hey, Stevie, for your morning now. Yeah. 622 KTSA. 
Congratulations, Jim Kramer. Is that the NBC guy? Is that the guy from the CNBC? CNBC, no. Jim Kramer won four, a family four-pack to the Gunslingers. It's a rematch, baby. We barely beat them on Saturday. We're going to beat them handily this coming Saturday. The Gunslingers and the Warbirds, 500, the first 500 get in, uh, get a lightsaber because it's Star Wars night. So come on out. See the Gunslingers on Saturday night. The Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum and Jim Kramer just won a family four-pack. KTSA and Kitchen Designs by Giovanni presenting Operation Interdependence now through the 4th of July. Now, we are collecting these items for our troops. We send them out in these sea uh, rat bags, and they love this stuff when we send it to them. All of our sponsors are drop-off locations, and the items that we collect and that we're looking for are available at KTSA.com, but you can also make a cash donation at KTSA.com, and we'll take... Uh, whatever cash donation you can leave, and we'll run and pick those items up and send them out. It's brought to you in part by the Institute for Functional Health, Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World, Specs, and River City Rock Tops. Okay, this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Washington is just so full of crap these days. I mean, that whole thing with Durham yesterday, and in fact, the whole Durham investigation, what a waste of time, and a waste of a whole lot of taxpayer money, as was the Mueller investigation. A waste of time and taxpayer money. And and the reason I say that, both of them, Mueller and Durham, both exonerated Donald Trump. Both of them said that this was a plot and a ploy that was made up in the mind of crooked Hillary Clinton. The Democrat, Her campaign and the Democrat Party paid to do the Russian collusion hoax. Then, knowingly, you had guys in the deep state like Jim Comey and others who took that information and lied to courts so they could spy on Donald Trump and his campaign. Committing perjury and lying. And lying to the American people. And doing it over and over again. Not once, not twice, but a number of times. And as Durham said yesterday, when, when he informed the FBI agents who had worked on Crossfire Hurricane that this was actually an evil plot that was thought up by Crooked Hillary and the boys at the top of the FBI including Christopher Ray and the others, Peter Strzok, remember him, and Lisa Page and all of them. And not one of them were subpoenaed to come testify. We found that out yesterday. We knew that already, but not one of them were subpoenaed to come testify about them lying and about them breaking the law. That's called breaking the law. Not a thing happened. Not one thing happened. Same thing is true with the Hunter investigation, Hunter Biden investigation. We know that there are 469 or thereabouts alleged crimes with Hunter Biden, including being a foreign agent and influencing American policy with foreign money. But he gets a slap on the wrist, and all of those crimes and charges now go away. The, 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 the swamp will not pursue anything else against Hunter Biden. He's free. He is exonerated. He may now go on with his life. Those bribes and everything else we've heard about, nothing. None of that is going to be pursued in a, in a court of law. Comey's going to continue with his investigation into it, but all he's going to do is issue a report someday. No one is going to follow through and charge these people with the crimes that I believe they're guilty of. I mean, it's just a Washington's a waste of time and money, waste of time and taxpayer money, because nothing ever happens to these people. They really can do anything that they want, and nothing happens to them. Let me give you another example. They had a hearing yesterday, right? on the trans cult issue that's going on right now. You and I both know, and anybody with any common sense that is not insane knows that guys should not be playing in women's sports. They are totally destroying women's sports. They are totally destroying everything that the women's lib movement ever built up and women's rights. And, of course, they've already destroyed Title IX. And thank God for Riley Gaines, who has been standing up and fighting this, right? So she's there yesterday testifying in front of Congress, and so is Kelly Robinson, a queer black president of the Human Rights Campaign. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Women, you don't some believe that, are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? 
male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, my experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, he could kick my butt any day of the week. All right, so yeah. the first the first female was Kelly Robinson, that queer black president of the Human Rights Campaign, was saying, hey, there's not a man on planet Earth that could beat Venus uh, or Serena Williams. Well, guess what? <laughs> Andrew Murray, or Andy Murray, a three-time Grand Slam winner, beat her 6-0, in, in five minutes. The other one was a 50-year-old man, 203rd-ranked male tennis player, beat Serena. 203rd ranked in the world, 50 years old, beat Serena. So I don't want to hear this non... It's just, it is utter nonsense that the queer black president of the human rights campaign and all the other trans cultists are pushing. They are trying to destroy little girls' dreams and trying to erase women in this country. And thank God for somebody like Riley Gaines for standing up and being a truth teller. All right, 628 at KTSA. I want to tell you about Frontier Burger. Oh, baby. <laughs> How about the Trey's fave at Frontier Burger this morning? You know what that is? Well, let me describe it to you. It's a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Your choice. And that, by the way, the biscuit itself is light and flaky. It's made right here at Pioneer Flour Mills. Okay? That's where they get the stuff to make the biscuits. Everything's made fresh at Frontier. In fact, they don't make anything until you order it. Okay? And when you roll in there, you get that beautiful sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit or bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit with a side of gold and brown hash browns for five fifty. That's what we call Trey's fave. And if you'd like to come back for lunch, all right, they're going to have the best burgers anywhere. It's been that way for 60-plus years in San Antonio. Cooked over an open flame, charcoal open flame right there in the restaurant. Fresh and delicious, made to your liking every time. You just try it once and you'll be back. And I'll meet you there at Frontier Burger at Loop 410 and Broadway. Do you know what a prosthodontist is? Six thirty-seven now. Trayware KTSA five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one on the Trayware page at KTSA.com. Geraldo says it's been a great run, but he's leaving the five. Aww, that's too bad. The five's become a huge waste of my time anyway. <laughs> Most of everything on Fox News has become a huge waste of time at this point anyway. You're not learning anything new. There's nothing really cool on Fox News anymore. It really is like a total waste of time. Uh, it used to be useful when Tucker was there, and Tucker would tell you the truth and would expose stuff and show you stuff that nobody else was showing you. But now that Fox has become one of the rest of them, there's nothing there for me. And I do. I'll, I'll you know I'll grab the five every once in a while, tune it in just to see what's going on. That that it's a total waste of time. So I got nothing to do with them anymore. Uh, it's on in here just in case something breaks. And like right now, I'm seeing the Chiron up there. It's talking about a scientist among Wuhan researchers who fell ill amid early COVID-19 uh, break. U.S. funded them. I told you that. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. <laughs> you know, come on. We talked about that yesterday. That we were paying this scientist. There were three of them. And one of them got sick early on in COVID-19. And it was all funded by Anthony Fauci, National Institute for Health, and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a... A waste of time. But Geraldo, as far as I'm concerned, Geraldo's been a waste of time his entire career. So the fact that he's leaving, eh, so what? Who cares? Bye now. See you, Geraldo. I find this kind of interesting. Question out this morning. Headline, will Hunter get the same sentence as these rappers with comparable crimes? Hey, can I answer that? No, of course not. He's not going to get the same sentence. You have a number of rappers that were hit with these weapons charges. Same same type of deal, weapons violations. And, and, and the thing with Hunter, we actually have the physical evidence or the, the pictorial and video evidence of Hunter committing that crime. He's, he's in pictures that he put on his laptop, the laptop from hell that everybody's seen by now, of him committing those, those gun crimes. And guess what? Nah. 
he gets to go to what they call a diversion program, and when he goes to the diversion program, that's what crack addicts do. They go to a diversion program, and then the charges are completely expunged, done away with and gone, and never to resurface again. And you know what's going to happen. This judge, and I know the media is trying. Media has got to try to make this stuff interesting so you'll watch, okay? So that you'll tune into the 24-hour news cycle. So they got to try to make it interesting. So they're saying Trump-appointed judge who previously donated to Hillary Clinton, McCain, and Romney assigned to Hunter Biden case. And what they're focused on is the Trump-appointed judge part. Like this Trump-appointed judge is going to nail Hunter Biden for this stuff. Not going to happen. First of all, this Trump-appointed judge is a swamp critter, like they all are up there. Number two, has given money to Hillary and McCain and Romney and all the other rhinos and Democrats and the swamp critters for years. You know, this judge is just going to rubber stamp this whole plea agreement deal, and Hunter's going to get you know be able to get on with his life, and all the stuff that we know about because we've seen the evidence revealed time and time again, the bribery stuff, the influence peddling stuff, being an unregistered foreign agent and influencing people in Congress, namely his dad. None of that's going to do anything, man. The swamp protects itself, whether you're talking about Democrats or Republicans. They circle the wagons around themselves and they protect themselves. And they're not going to do anything to bring themselves down. Sure, Comer is putting together this investigation. Sure, he has told us about the $10 million bribe from Ukraine. He has told us about the suspicious activity reports and on and on it goes. Sure, but he's going to issue a report. He's going to do the same thing Durham did. We're going to get a report that's going to say the Bidens are a crime family. The Bidens have been influence peddling. The Bidens have been going out after uh, bribes and being paid bribes to change public policy. We're going to get all that in a nice, neat report, and there'll be hullabaloo on Fox News. And the girls on The View are going to lose their minds and say it's all a lie. How do I know that this is the way it's going to play out? Because it happens every time this way. They do not prosecute they're not criminally go again if they were actually going after criminals then hillary clinton would actually be in jail james comer or comey not comer comey would actually be in jail people like that anthony fauci would actually be in jail people like that would actually be in jail but they never do that if you did and i, I this is probably a phrase that's all worn out at this point but if you did what those people did then you would be in jail and that's why they've got to make it interesting with these headlines well hunter get the same sentence as these rappers with comparable crimes no he's not all that is is just um, a, a, a headline from a website uh, trying to make things interesting. That's all it is. Let's just make this interesting so people tune in and watch and read the, you know, click, clickbait, blah, blah, blah. No, he's not going to get anything. He's going to go completely free. He'll be completely exonerated. Joe will be completely exonerated. The rest of them will walk free. And if you were involved in those crimes, you know you would not walk free. There's no way you would walk free. And that's what's wrong with our country today. Hey, Jason, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Yeah, hey, good morning, Trey. Great show. Yeah, you laid it out uh, very factually, and I think the American public can see it. Uh, however, there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. I can't believe that uh, that Hunter even is getting caught at all. And that just goes to show you that Comer and the team have so much on him, uh, they forced him out of the darkness. So I, I think it's working, but I agree with you. A lot of other folks should be actually in jail. But if this is happening to Hunter, that means they have ten times more stuff on him. And he's trying to sweep it under the Oh, no. The I, right listen, now. Jason, you and I agree all the time, and I agree with you, man. The problem with that is, yes, Comer has put together an outstanding investigation. He's got the evidence. They've shown us the evidence, but yet they don't do anything about it, right? I mean, they, they have to have somebody in the AG's chair, namely in Merrick Garland's place, that is going to prosecute these people. And they don't. I mean, and, and we even had hope for Bill Barr at one point, right? But Bill Barr knew about 
the bribery allegations concerning Ukraine in tw- in 2020, before the election, before the last election, and he sent it over to David Weiss instead of doing something about it, instead of telling the American people about it so they could make an honest decision in November of 2020. So there, I, my, my point is, and, and I don't want to sound so defeated by all this, but my point is none of them, they're all swamp creatures, whether you're talking about Bill Barr or Merrick Garland or Comer and what he's putting together, he's going to put together a nice report, submit that report, but ain't nothing going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But but once again, there's so many layers of bureaucracy, and they're all most of them are swamp critters. Right. That that if anything gets done, it's because they have so much stuff on them. Yeah. But but I agree with you, Bill Barr. A lot of those guys, they're swamp critters. Yeah. And all all they did was just turn their back and and let things happen to Trump. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's all coming out. But I I still have faith that. Uh, the American public's going to see a lot of this. Well, and here's the deal. And, Jason, thank you for your call, man. As always, I appreciate it. Here, here's the deal. I've been saying for several days now, if, if Donald Trump ends up, and it looks like he is because there's talk about how uh, right now the DeSantis campaign is not going well. Trump is way ahead of him. If Trump ends up being the nominee, then elect Donald Trump back into the office, and I, I would hope that he would have the smarts to put somebody in the attorney general's office, such as Ron DeSantis, I think Ron DeSantis will be an outstanding attorney general. He's a former JAG officer. He actually has a real and workable plan to bust up the deep state, to to destroy the swamp. He's got it. And if I were Donald Trump, I would put Ron DeSantis in as the attorney general and tell Ron DeSantis, get rid of the swamp. That would give us all hope, and that's what it's going to take. Nothing less than destroying the swamp. You actually have to go in. You have to remove the FBI. You have to remove the CIA and all the other swamp critters. Let's go to Pete. You're on KTSA. Hi, Pete. Well, you know, you just said something, uh, Trey. I'm sorry. This, uh, good morning, Trey. Morning. I just want to jump right in. Uh, man, you just said something about dismantling the CIA, Trey. Um, it's not going to happen. John Kennedy tried it, and it didn't work for him. Um, you know, they're very powerful, them and the FBI. I think this whole Hunter Biden thing, um, it's just a, what do you call it, an S show. They know they got called out for, for, for um, the charges that they put against Donald Trump. And it's funny that they did that against Donald Trump, but Hillary Clinton never went to jail for, the same, for, for worse. And, you know, I think what happened was they got called out on their bluff, you know, what they were trying to do to Donald Trump. Okay, why are you doing this to Trump? But you're letting Hunter and Joe Biden go. So I think it was... It was kind of funny when they had announced it, the charges weren't as deep as, like, what happened with Donald Trump. But they, I guess they're, you know, they got caught. So now they're like, okay, we're going to go chase that new Democrat. The obvious one, Hunter Biden. Yeah. Well, very cool, man. That's a, that's a great point, Pete. Thank you very much for your call. Appreciate it. Quick break. I'm going to tell you about Amogee Bank and David McGee, his team at Amogee Bank. They are your family bank. When you think about what your family needs in terms of banking services, I want you to think about Amogee every time. Personal family banking, yeah, you can trust them to do what's right for your family. And even uh, points you in a direction that you may not even be thinking of because you don't know all the ins and outs of, of finance. But they do at Amogee Bank and how to help your family not only keep your money safe, but grow your money with a number of accounts that will make sense for families and uh, and it could be uh, various types of accounts for investments and whatever they can do that too at Amogee Bank and show you how to invest your money to make sense for your family but also if you want to talk about a family run business maybe that's something you've been thinking about and maybe your family's been thinking about getting into but you just don't know how to get started you don't know the first uh, thing about getting into business well at Amogee they do and particularly they understand family run businesses like nobody else does they have focused on family-run businesses so they can help you with the with the advice before you ever start out in your family-run business maybe it's just an idea at this point and they're ready to talk with you about your idea and then go to work helping that idea become a reality and Amogee can do that and they have all the money to help you do that too they're strong and secure as a financial institution can be with more than 12 billion dollars in assets and they stand ready to help your family in any way possible Amogee NA member FDIC equal housing lender if you're going to buy a UTV there's no better UTV than the main
check it out. You've got to see this. I've got the DVD, but you can see it on YouTube. He's at Royal Albert Hall, and he's bringing in. This is you know a few years ago, obviously, and he's bringing in all these megastars. Chrissy Hine came out and did a. Uh, I, I don't remember. It was like one of these old standards, like a Nat King Cole standard with him and all that stuff. Well, he brought Ronnie Wood out to play guitar with him on that yeah. in Royal Albert Hall. You've got to see this, man. It's great. I want to say this probably, it might even be 8 to 10 years old by now. Yeah. But it was a great show. That song, I hear that right there. And it takes me to Ritterman Road, uh, right on the northeast side of San Antonio, when I first heard that song, riding in my mom's Pinto. And it came on KTSA, 1971. Yep. Wow. Huge song. song. Oh, my God. Great record. With Ron Wood. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, good stuff. Uh, three chords, no chorus. That's all. That's all. You know, who needs a chorus? It's right. a, it, you know what I like? And, and Nancy and I talk about this all the time. Um, story songs. Yeah. You know, if it's got a stat, that is a story about a young man meeting his manhood. You know what I mean? Growing up and growing up in a hurry. Yeah. And uh, having to get his daddy's cue and make a living off of playing poo. Hasn't he said that he's given up rock and roll and he's yeah, going to the standards yeah, now? Yeah, he's full of it. Yeah, I think so. He's still going to play hot legs. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh-huh. he'll, he'll keep doing this till he can't do it anymore. Well, that's right. And he, you know, he what? doesn't need the money. <laughs> Are you kidding? You know, he's just doing it because he enjoys it at this. Point. And he really does. You yeah. can tell when he's up there. Watch the Royal Albert Hall thing. Yeah. Because he's the, the, he's just having a great time. He's smiling. And what's interesting, like this song, and the crowd does this the whole concert. He doesn't even have to start singing. They, they're playing the music, and the crowd starts singing the first verse. Yeah. <laughs> and he just lets them sing, and then he comes in, and he'll he'll sing along with Can them. Can you pick a favorite Rod Stewart song? That's it. That's it, Maggie You May. got that yeah. right, man. Um, let's see here. I was only joking. It's pretty good. I think my favorite love song from him, and one of my favorite love songs of all times, You're In My Heart. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a song. Right. I wish I would have written that for my wife because yeah. that song is perfect. That says everything that I want to say to her. It's a beautiful song. It is gorgeous. Yeah. I love that. I think every picture tells a story. That's a I'd great song, I'd too. have to go with that one. We could do this all day with his yeah, music. You know, right. Right. <laughs> we could do this all day. Yeah. But instead, what I want to do is give away a family four-pack to see the Gunslinger Saturday night. So call right now, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Call to number five, family four-pack to see the Gunslinger Saturday night. Where and Ryman next, KTSA. I'm 50 and